0: I'm Brady Berserker. I'm Big Sexy Brian Bales. And I'm Metal Mattson from Super Geeky Playdate. A podcast member of the Gunna Geek Network. Just like the show you're listening to now. The opinions expressed are those of each individual host. Check out all the other podcasts at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. And get ready because geekiness begins in... Three, two, one... Hello and welcome to Undaunted, where each episode I talk with fellow podcasters from all walks of life and discuss what went well, what went wrong, and what just didn't matter. We'll share the high, the low, the good, the bad, the many laughs and lessons along the way. I'm Amos and today I'm joined by Owen JJ Stone, aka O Doctor of Doc <laughs> of the Tales Podcast at IQMZ.com. Owen, how are you doing? Or should I just call you Doctor, Doctor Owen? Like you almost have Thank as you. many names as I do, and it's only two.
1: Man, look, you can call me whatever you want as long as you can get it out of your mouth. You sound over there sick, you're dying, you're still out here trying to podcast. See, that's called dedication. (laughs) Dedication. I don't have that dedication. If I get a sniffle, it's over. Cancel the show. I don't give a ham (laughs) sales. I get a hangnail, cancel the show. If the wind's blowing more than 35 miles an hour, cancel the show. I'm not as dedicated and as heartfelt as you. So congratulations and kudos and cookies and snacks to you,
0: sir. But you've Um, you've been podcasting forever, though.
1: I have been podcasting forever, like since the break of break of dawn. Not not Leo forever, but <laughs> uh, at least like two thousand and seven forever.
0: That's uh that that means you're you've been podcasting longer than I've been listening to podcasts. A word. I I have been podcasting longer than I've listened to podcasts. I don't
1: <laughs> listen to podcasts. I am the absolute worst. Um, when you're, see, I don't know how people do it and they might lie and fake it and then like listen to some, but when you have so many friends that do shows, I would have no life. I would never get laid if I listened to podcasts as by as many friends as I have podcasts. I, I would have any time to raise my child. I mean, I'd be hanging out with my daughter listening to podcasts. Like that's how many people I know have shows. So I check in on them when I can, or like if I see one get around, it's like they got a good interview or a great person, or if I just get bored and I feel guilty and I want to check in on one, I do. But I'm subscribed to no podcasts,
0: not one. But you're on enough of them that you kind of get your podcast anyway, don't you?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Like, oh, obviously I'll guest on people's stuff when they ask me to. But I mean, as far as like, there's just so many good shows and different content, I can't commit to them so out of guilt i don't commit to any technically <laughs> like i said like if i see like if i see like uh one of your shows like you know I, i've come and i've checked in on the show and i'll mm-hmm. watch it live um you know what i mean i'll pop in uh i do that or like if i see it in my feed uh, i'll just pop in and listen to it you know what i mean but i don't subscribe to any i don't have any feeding into my phone right now there's nothing i have to, in, a, in a queue
0: to listen to I'm sure it wasn't always that way, though. I mean, what initially got you into podcasting back in, uh, you know, the the early or the late aughts?
1: Um, it was always that way because when I first started, also it was hard to get your subscription on. Like, I mean, iTunes is like the best way to do it now. There's a million different options to bring you content, but back then it was hard to get content. So. Like delivered to you. You had to go work to get it. So same difference. I've always been that way I've always been differential where I listen to it when I see it and otherwise I don't consume it any other way Um, And I know people it sounds weird because I make podcasts and I make shows and people listen to my show five minutes after it comes out and they're like dude great show And I'm like, how'd you listen to it already? Like I just (laughs) posted it like an hour ago. So um, I know that that sounds weird, but that's the honest truth for me and um, there's so many, like I said, there's so many different quality content and I like different stuff. Sometimes I'm in the mood for like a sci-fi thing. Sometimes I'm in the mood for a movie review. Sometimes I'm in the mood for just shits and giggles. So um I, I have no uh dedication to any podcast. Even back then I I've always been like, Hey, that sounds cool, let me check it out. And I might go binge and listen to like five or six shows of somebody's, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I might never listen to them again. <laughs>
0: Uh, I mean, at least you're honest about it, right? Uh, What made you cross over from actually like hearing about podcasts and knowing about them to saying, "Hey, this is something I want to do"? Other than the fact that you're a doctor and you you always want to say everything to all the people all the time.
1: Well, I wanted to make money, um, and I not make money doing podcasts. But so that was back when you know Twitter first started, and you know Facebook was starting to become dominant. Um, I've always had. Uh, websites where I've I've either made websites or done uh, digital content for people, photography, video, marketing, stuff like that. Like I used to edit in Flash and do all kinds of stuff. I had my own party promotion thing where we go to clubs and we do all that stuff. So like once social media and like social media people became like a thing in a business, I was like, oh well how can I get into that and get people to know about me? And I was like, well, I gotta start doing a show and creating content, and I was doing five shows a week, five different shows. I did a movie review, I did a music review, I did a Q and A session, I did um, oh man, I was doing so much stuff, and basically it was just to get myself out there so people could get a feel for me and know that I knew how to deliver content, manage content, and push content. And then it started getting me quote unquote known in the ethosphere with people because people like what I was doing and I was black. So at that point I was one of the only black guys doing it. I didn't play it up as much as people do now to make a name for themselves. Uh, But it did help like, Oh, he's cool. You know, I have a black friend on social media and I might as well be a doctor. So uh, I started making money and as soon as I started making money, I stopped doing podcasts.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So it was more of a springboard for you than anything.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. It was definitely just advertising. I used it to get myself out there and have people know who I was. And then once I started getting social media work, digital work, and different web uh, development stuff, I stopped doing the shows because I didn't need them anymore. Because wow. you weren't making money doing podcasts back then. Like, you literally were doing it for, quote, unquote, the fun of it. I was using it as commercials.
0: So like, anybody just, who lists It's purely a marketing tool for you. Oh, yes. Yes, no doubt. And is that any um, different than it is now?
1: Um, well, now, if you do your craft and you do it well, you can actually make money in podcasts now. Now there's actually sponsors and things like that. Like if you get good at it and you build up an audience and you build up a community. So now it, it does have its own ecosystem and make it a little bit more worthwhile for me to continue to do it. But it's always for marketing and just to get vent get venting out of your head
0: and talk about things and have fun. Awesome. Um, now you said you started back in like oh seven right and uh yeah you how, what did you first start with what what uh what kind of podcast were you initially like what was your first podcast that you did yourself
1: uh my first podcast was ask o doctor and basically um people would send in questions for advice from everything from their job to their love life to friends to whatever somebody would ask me what they should make for dinner on a date like anything people just ask me questions and I would give them advice so that was my first podcast that was my most popular podcast at one point I was number one because it back then like the ratings and stuff were weird so since I'm a doctor and I was helping people I had myself as a doctor in self-help <laughs> so uh I I got to be number one on iTunes. I was above Dr. Phil, uh, Doc Savage, Doc Love, like all those doctors. Like, Dr. Savage was like, oh, you know, what, what kind of practice do you do? What do? Blah, blah, blah. Are you a therapist? Like, what? And I was like, no, I'm just a doctor, you know? But it was funny because I was above all those guys. So then I was running with my tagline for a while, uh, number one advisor on the internet
0: because... As far as iTunes was concerned, I was number one. So that was really cool. Now, you said you started them all, you quit them, and then you got back into podcasting. So when you, what was the threshold for quitting? You decided, okay, this is it. I'm, I'm going to step away for a while because I don't need to do this anymore. What, what made you th- get to that point? Uh, YouTube came out and became a
1: beast and killed Vidler, and Vidler went to being a B2B business. Oh, wow. So um, basically, it was just out of sheer laziness and not wanting to switch my stuff over. So again, <laughs> back then, uh, like I said, did I, I mean, like I know. So back then, again, the options for things were minimal. I was always a video first guy mm-hmm. and audio was my secondary thing. But the way Vidler was set up before YouTube and everything else, I could have long formats. So you can have an hour long show, two hour long show. And you could have an RSS feed set up through your uh, video. So once I put my video up, it automatically pulled the audio, it automatically pulled the video, and it sent it uh, to iTunes and to um, RSS. So once they shut down, my whole catalog basically got locked up. And I was actually fortunate because I was one of their top guys. And they until this day, they still have my video saved in a private thing, mm. but it wasn't uh, pushing out to RSS anymore. Uh, there was no access for bandwidth for me, but I can still access all my videos from them, but the bandwidth just stopped. So now, like, if you um, look at, like, oh, remember when we were looking at my thing when I was sitting on my other podcast and you saw the yellow thing and it said inactive, activated, mm-hmm. or whatever? Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. was That's from that. That's from Viddler just shutting down and the, the link going dead. So Jeez. Um, that's pretty much how that went. Uh, and, and, you know, pick betting on the wrong horse and then being lazy, not wanting to switch the horse. (laughs) Because once good, once YouTube went over 10 minutes, that was when YouTube just
0: like really exploded. Right. Um, even when you were quote unquote inactive, you weren't inactive.
1: Oh no, I was doing stuff for other people. Um, I was, some people, I was setting other people up with podcasts or, you know, their blogs or. YouTube channels like I was always helping other people create content Mm. and it's still that way now like that's what I do for work so sometimes it's like I'm really cynical about the way of marketing and bothering people for money and all that kind of stuff so it's like when you're doing it all the time for other people when it comes time to doing it for myself I get kind of like I've been annoying all week. I don't want to be annoying myself, too, because really it's all shucking and jiving, right? If somebody likes your content, they're going to give you money. And no matter how much you try to coerce them, beg them for money, they're not going to do it. But the people that just like you just will. So um, I'm not a great salesman for myself, but I'm a better salesman for other people because I want other people to do well. Awesome.
0: And uh, recently returned to podcasting, and now you've got, what, like four active podcasts?
1: Yeah, I got four. I got, I got tech one I'm trying to get back up and doing because that's the only one people super care about. Uh, I do a sports one with you and Jason, and that's fun for me because I love sports. And it's just nice to talk like guy talk, like you talk on the phone mm. you know, during the week about whatever's going on. And then uh, I do cocktails where that's probably the one I have the most subscribers to right now because I interview other people that are more important than me. And <laughs> people like
0: listening to them that's,
1: like that's, I did.
0: There's not anything I, I know about.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. That's exactly how it works. So I I, uh, I, got Sarah Lane on the other day. and Like I got two emails and two tweets like I can't believe you got Sarah Lane. I was like, Sarah Lane, is that popping? Like I love Sarah. I know Sarah's special. But I'm like, you're acting like I'm like, I, ca- I can't get Sarah Lane. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so it's, uh, it's very interesting how that works out. But yeah. Um, and to be honest with you, I want to do more stuff. Like I should be ranting on things when I get mad, but then again, I, my blood pressure gets all high. So <laughs> I do, I do it occasionally. I don't do it as much as I should, but, um, hopefully this winter when I'm buckled down in a cold and I don't have anything else to do, I can get more, more rants in, more, more hippity hoppity booze <laughs> yelling into the microphone. Yeah.
0: Now through the, uh, through the ebb and flow of your personal podcasting career, what are some of the lessons that you learned along the way? I'm sure there's more than more than one that you've uh, you've said. Hey, that's that's an idea right there. Back it up. <laughs> Back it up. Back it up.
1: Because again, it, it was a different time. So when I'm shooting video and there's no compression, and my videos and my shows are four gigs a piece, and I was uploading them, I was like, man, I can't keep all this stuff on all these drives. So I've lost so much content just from that. Mm. Um, and and that's still common now. Like right now it's just like when you're doing so much stuff, like you're a very organized guy. I've seen your file system, it's very anal retentive, it's almost robotic, and it's a sickening, annoying thing, which I don't have time for. I will never have time for it. I'm never gonna be like you, I'm not trying to be like you. Some people get to be Jordan, some people get to be Scottie Pippen, and when it comes to filing, <laughs> I am Tony Kukoc. Like, I'm not even Scotty <laughs> Pippen, I'm just happy to be on the team and along for the ride. So, uh, f- for people, backing up your content is probably the most important thing you should be worried about because I think that that's something that matters the most. You should definitely find a way to back up your stuff and keep it so that you can get a hold of it later. Oh, man. That's number
0: one. And uh, how about the process of actually creating a, a podcast and going through and marketing and everything else? I'm, I'm sure there's it's not, uh, not as simple a process as, as some people think.
1: Uh, it's not. Put your stuff everywhere. Hashtag everything and know that you're going to suck. You suck. Uh, I said, I don't listen to podcasts, which is fine, but you should listen to your own podcast and then catch how many times you say, um, uh, 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 so anybody listening to headphones right now is pissed off at me because it's like the worst thing to hear in your ear over and over and over again in rapid succession. So check yourself fix yourself edit yourself do better and if you can't do better then you should be doing a podcast because nobody wants to hear uh yeah like 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 yeah uh-huh Word. uh-huh yeah me too uh-huh uh-huh <sighs> nobody wants to hear that <laughs> So, again, I apologize for everybody listening. Their headphones that gets annoyed by that. But that is the one thing you should avoid when you're doing a show. As far as marketing, like I said, hashtag everything. Put your stuff everywhere. Uh, things that I don't do but I tell other people to do. Make little snippets of your content and then space that content out places, okay? So you got an hour-long podcast. Take the best 60 seconds of your podcast and put it on Instagram with every hashtag imaginable. Make sure there's a link in your bio. When you put it on Facebook, sure, put it on Facebook. But make snippets there, too, because people have ADD and nobody wants to listen to your shit. So you got to basically just do fly paper trap. Put your stuff everywhere. Make it sticky, and then hopefully they never want to leave and they die on the vine for you.
0: <laughs> now, that is actually some really good advice that uh, that I I haven't heard any other podcaster say as far as how, how you said it anyway. You know, little snippets and put it out everywhere. That's pretty good.
1: Oh, so I, again, like I said, I do better for other people than I do for myself
0: because they pay me. <laughs> yeah, because you're not but doing it, that for yourself. I know that.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, see, the difference is people pay me to do their shit. I don't pay myself to do it, so... I get lazy because I have too much stuff going on, but if you want to create content, like for a business owner, you tell them, um, make an audio blog, I don't care if you use your phone, you make an audio blog, let's say you're a, a, a baker and you bake cakes, you say the five best cakes that you make, you give a list off and describe each cake, right? Now you got five different blog posts that you could put up because you put the audio up with it and then you list out the things you were talking about. That's five separate posts after the first post. Then you could get five different Instagram posts, five different Facebook posts, five different Twitter posts, all from one post of a list that you said you're going to do. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. So there's always ways to break down your content. Like uh, if I was smart, I would just. Uh, do better with our quote So on the sports thing instead of making a rapid succession i'd make it so i read their quote i make fun of them and i make sure we keep it under a minute or two and then i post quote that's every week hmm. so there's many different things that you could do inside of your show to create extra free content again it takes time and it takes organization which is something that you have so you could break down things to put it other places so people will come in. Uh, the other thing is uh, get HootSuite or something else and then schedule your post to post every night at on Mondays, do it at 1 a.m., on Tuesdays, do it at 2 a.m., on Wednesdays, do it at 3, and so on and so forth. Because there's always people up in the middle of the night lurking, looking for shit to do, and they're bored. And you put your post out, and they might say, oh, shit, nobody's posted today. You post something, I'll go listen to that shit because you put it out there.
0: So... Stuff like that. There's all kinds of things. That's that's just all awesome, uh, awesome advice. So now, this is going to be an interesting one for you because knowing you, uh, how I do, I just expect such a, a different answer than I typically get. And that is, how do you measure your success when it comes to podcasting? And on top of that, what grade do you give yourself? Um.
1: First of all, let me start the grade. I am the best podcaster that ever lived. <laughs> I am I am the best person that ever lived that did a podcast. I'm um, uh, the second best podcaster to ever lived. Second best. And I hate to say the person that's above me, but um, Tom Merritt is the best. That's something and we I can hate- agree on. And I hate Tom Merritt. Tom Merritt makes me sick. Tom Merritt is the worst person in America. Tom Merritt (laughs) is just the worst ever. Um, He is fluent, articulate, funny, and just quick on the draw on 99% of all global topics, which is what I pride myself on. Mm. I make everything fun. I make everything funny. I make everything interesting. Like, that's why I'm the best. Like, when I listen to other people talk, I, I just know that, like, if I was. Not lazy and uh, maybe 100 pounds lighter. I'd be on TV killing it somewhere, doing something uh, just off of improv alone. Like The shit I come up with out of top of my dome is just impressive all the time, every time, unless somebody gets on my nerves. But I'm I'm always just on. Uh, Tom Merritt is always on also, but he's smarter than me, so that's why he gets the edge because he's just (laughs) – Uh, a wealth of knowledge as to where I say uh, peanut butter and jelly is a molecular jam made from space fruit that's been synthesized through God. He'll actually describe the actual ingredients and say what it is. I mean, I just make up shit that sounds good. He actually knows the right answer to things. And and that's within reach. uh, Yeah. 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 So that's the grade I would give myself. I give myself an A plus plus. I give myself a 99.9 percentile Tom Merritt being the hundred percenter. Uh, as far as measuring success, I don't care about success until I have success. So when I was doing ask a doctor and then I was doing the five of the shows, one show would get two views. The next thing you know, the other show was getting 500,000 views. Like I was getting 500,000 views on Viddler. Like, again, it, it was crazy because you, you kind of picked the wrong horse, but I was getting a minimum of 20,000 views per show after all the shows kind of took off, after Asco Doctor kind of took off, you know? Mm -hmm. So, but there was a point where it's like some shows I do would get two views. The next show would get 10,000. And then you start feeling like, oh, I need to capitalize on that 10,000 thing. But then am I going to make the same show every week? And how am I going to keep that up? How's that going to be consistent? You know? So I never chased the how am I doing thing I just kept doing. And then once like ask go doctor became number one, I was like, Oh shit, I'm number one <laughs> in this category. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, and you just end up being there again. If you like what you're doing, you're having fun doing it, then cool. It's going to be better for you. If you do it every week saying, Oh, I didn't get 20 views or 20 listens or 20 spins. Uh, I suck. Now you're going to get down yourself. You're going to start changing up your content and never give yourself a time to get into the groove of that content because there's too many shows out there. So again, that's why I don't listen to other people because if I listen to other people, their mentality is going to seep into my brain because I'm very, like I said, I'm very quick on a draw. I could easily steal somebody's whole act if I listen to it too much Mm
0: -hmm.
1: because I just wouldn't even know that I'm doing it. And people do it all the time. You listen to podcasts and people sound the same. Why? Because they're watching their heroes all the time. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're emulating them, which is fine to do, but I don't need 30 Leo Laports. You know, it's it's the one reason why I'm on Twit, because I don't sound like anybody else. I mean, if anything, I sound like uh, Dvorak without the foil on my head. You know what I mean? <laughs> just, just, just a grumpy bear, but we're still different in the way we talk about things. We're just both grumpy about everything. So you got to find your lane. You got to stay in it. And... I mean, again, people view success the way everybody else on your show has described success, and that's the way you're supposed to do it, I assume. But I just do it until I get until other people just tell me that I'm the greatest, and then I'll be happy
0: about it, I guess. So you're more, you're more or less just literally throwing ideas. Well, I guess not literally, because I'm about to use a, a figure speech. But you're throwing uh, throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks, and then once it sticks, just keep throwing down that same spot.
1: Yeah, and I'm doing what I want to do. Like, there's there's four or five topics that I care about. I'm going to do those topics. I assume that one of them is going to take off more than the other. Then I use that one that takes off to leverage the other shows and bring them up.
0: Awesome. Now, my typically, typically the fourth topic we talk about is what advice you have for other podcasters. Uh, you've already given us tons of advice on this show. This is one of the most fruitful shows I've, I've had, I think. Um, so I'm going to twist it a little bit. If if there's something you could change about the way that you podcast, what advice would you give your, your previous self?
1: Consistency. I didn't do a show last night, and I told you honestly because I was sitting out in the cold. My body was aching a little bit. It was my birthday, and I came home, and the Cavs and the Celtics were playing, and it was the first night of NBA basketball, and I said, I don't want to do a show tonight, and I didn't do it. I could have did it, should have did it, would have did it, but I didn't. And that's what makes me different than other people. Now, my fans expect the show, they want to hear the show, but at the same time, again, the thing that makes me how I am is the thing that makes me how I am. Sometimes I want to do stuff, sometimes I don't. If I'm not in the mood to do it, I'm not going to bother waste my time giving you a lackluster, half-ass effort on my part. I don't want to do that. But and general in podcasting, you are supposed to be consistent, and consistency matters. And however you want to make that work, if you want to make that work by doing three shows in a day, so you have three shows in the can, so you can uh, figure out, hey, you're gonna post stuff every Monday, then that's how you're gonna do it. But however you can be consistent, that's the number one thing: consistency, consistency, consistency. Got gotta post on days you're gonna post, cause your friend your uh, listeners start looking for it until they're subscribed, in which case it doesn't matter. Once you get up a billion subscribers, you could miss a day or two, I miss a show or two and people wouldn't notice any difference because they're just waiting for it to get fed to them. Mm -hmm. So consistency is the most important thing. And and, and consistency for me means consistency and attitude and quality. I might not be always on date release time, but I'm always on giving full effort
0: energy time. Uh, That sounds awesome. So that kind of explains why we didn't do a show last night. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, when on the days that you're actually on, where can people find you?
1: Um, so, all the stuff right now is at IQMZ.com. It's the hub for all the random shows and the random rants when I get to squeeze them into. So if you go there, there's a show list and there are shows on there. Some shows haven't been updated in eight years. Some shows have been updated in the last week. So you can just go there and float through and find content. Uh, subscribe. I know I said I don't, but you should because I'm not you and you're not me. So if you're listening, go ahead and subscribe <laughs> uh, to get me in your life randomly. You'll be excited and surprised when I come in. I'm like a like a bonus present at Christmas. You don't know who gave it. There's no tag on it. But when you open it up, you're like, wow. <laughs> that is pretty amazing, So I suggest that you do that. Uh, yeah, I that kind of sort of thing that that's the holding center for everything right now.
0: excellent. And they can reach out to you on Twitter at o Docta. that's o h d o c t a h because why not, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, Twitter, yeah, that See, self-promotion. I'm on Facebook, so I want internet just just I want the internet. Google me. Uh, Google Owen JJ Stone and you'll find all my stuff. Click and save and friend and share everything. And then also uh, send me uh, chocolate
0: eggs at at Easter time. Do that. Chocolate eggs at Easter time. There we go. That's right. You can find me on Twitter at Ethan Kane. You can follow the show on Twitter at At Undaunted Cast. Uh, You can find everything else that I'm involved with, including some great new shows that are going to be coming out very soon at ritualmisery.com. We would like to thank Kevin McCloud for allowing us to use your music. For me, for Owen JJ Stone, and for all the aspiring and veteran podcasters, thank you for joining us on this journey.